Hi, I'm Zoe Panina Baker, and this is Miss Mitzvah. I danced with the boy for the first time, and it was super awkward, and I just waited for it to end. He called me a butterface during Tzvilat. All these kids are dead sober, tons of metal in their mouth, and they're grinding in front of their you're a woman now, you gotta think about being fat every day. From first Eliot to first kisses, these are the stories of Jewish women from across North America. Participants in Miss Mitzvah have been invited to reflect on their first responsibilities and interests as budding adults on the eve of their bat mitzvahs in the early aughts. That means the 2000s. Their stories have been collected through in-person interviews, recorded and archived, along with physical objects and artifacts from their respective simchas. These stories paint portraits of friendship, family values, and young women in flux. The exhibition will be on view at the Museum of Jewish Montreal through January 2018, and from there, it'll be traveling to New York and beyond. In the meantime, this podcast is your passport. Have a listen and take a peek into the lives of teenage girls from different backgrounds with different values and interests on the cusp of adulthood. So I've been working on Miss Mitzvah for almost two years now, and I wanted to do this podcast to share not just my story, but the stories of so many of the young women that I've spoken to and engaged with over the last couple years. I understand that the way I grew up is not unique, and I wanted to keep hearing how my experience tied in with so many other people's. I think that the sense of insecurity and the physical feeling of your body and interests changing during those pivotal tween years provides super important learning experiences. So now, post-college, as I try to make sense of my own life and values, how I want to live and present as an adult, as a woman, and as a Jew— it seemed like as good a time as any to reflect on the first time that somebody told me that I was a woman and that I had any responsibility Jewishly. So I've been interested in projects that explore Jewish female identity through objects for a while. In college, I started a Shabbat potluck dinner series called Dining Dreams. And the only prompts I'd give on the invite were to bring a food that evokes a memory. And the dress code was always dress to impress your mother. So we started doing these dinners, and I'd record audio, sometimes video, and the whole idea was you'd come in, and whether you spent all day cooking, or you just went to the store and bought a babka, you had some time to really reflect on where you came from, using food as a vehicle for sharing all these memories. This whole idea came out of all these coats and objects that I'd inherited from my grandmothers that both passed away in the few years before that. I was given their coats, and I was wearing them, and they weren't just these really cherished items. They were part of my wardrobe. And as I was wearing all this stuff, and the more I wore it out, not only did I realize I was making new memories in these items that had already had a super full life, but people would keep coming up to me and say, oh my god, my grandmother had a coat that looked just like that. So I wanted to talk to people who, like, I didn't really understand why we had these shared experiences and why our grandmothers looked the same or presented very similarly, but we did. Um, so I invited them over to talk and have dinner, and through this I got super into storytelling and I learned so much about Jewish female identity. 
Once I tackled this whole chapter on intergenerational storytelling and my relationship with my mother and my grandmother, which is a lot, adolescence really felt like a natural next step. I just turned 22 and I graduated from undergrad and realized I was pretty much on the eve of the 10-year anniversary of my own bat mitzvah. I had just gotten my first real job out of school and all of a sudden I was very intentionally spending my money on things like blowouts and weekly manicures. I was working really, really hard on my appearance like I'd never had the money to do before and realized I was falling back on all these aesthetic cues that I'd learned as a kid at Jewish day school out on Long Island. There were so many things I'd wanted growing up that my parents could neither afford nor feign interest for. And all of a sudden, I was taking care of myself, and these were all I wanted. I was getting blowouts and getting my nails done for a while, and I kept picking this Essie Fiji, this baby pink color. And I realized I was attracted to it because girls in middle school were getting their nails painted this color, and I never did. And even in my 20s, it didn't matter. I wanted it, and I had to have it. Just like with the coats, with Fiji on my fingers, friends would make comments about growing up on Long Island, middle school, and everything I was clinging to. And I wanted to see where they were coming from. So I sent out a Facebook message to a bunch of estranged middle school friends, many of whom I hadn't spoken to in almost 10 years. And I started talking to them about their experiences. Now that I'm here and I'm learning, it wasn't just me. Everyone in middle school wanted things it seemed like everyone else had. I realized through these conversations that I wasn't alone in my total and utter misery and insecurity, and that those feelings not only shaped who I was, but they shaped the personalities and experiences of everyone around me, too. So thankfully, that chapter is over. But the impact this time on our lives has had in shaping the young women we've become is undeniable. And as much as we try to fight it, somewhere inside, there always seems to be a tweenage me chipping away at that baby pink polish. My guess is you've got a little bit of her inside you, too. Over the next 10 episodes, we're going to be unpacking the bat mitzvah experience. From haftoras to candlelighting ceremonies and everything in between, we're going in. We've got tons of cringeworthy and emotional stories, and hopefully, we'll be reflecting and learning from the beautiful nightmare that is coming of age. Special thanks to the Museum of Jewish Montreal. Music and production by Sophia Landman. Editing by Julie Beyroubet. Archival images like that cute little girl in our cover graphic from 1954, courtesy of the Jewish Public Library Archives. Stay tuned. I felt a little bit like I wanted to hold on to my youth and not have my bat mitzvah. Because like I felt things are going to be different, things are going to change. In a community where they see you as a woman, it's a lot about how other people see you, so they're putting it kind of on you.